Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Katie Neal, and welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week on the show, we have the ACM Entertainer of the Decade, Jason Aldean, who, again, another just like really cool, chill guy. I always enjoy talking to him because Jason Aldean is like, he, he's very much just like, I'm not playing a game. I'm just here to be a musician. I'm here to play my music, sing my songs. That's what I love to do. And we talked about that a lot because I asked him, as you'll hear about, you know, what's next on his bucket list. And he's kind of like, you know, I don't want to force things. Like, I'm just so happy to be here and enjoy it. And I really respect that because I feel like a lot of times everybody gets so caught up in what's next. You don't, you don't enjoy what's right in front of you. So I really Really enjoyed talking to Jason. We get a follow-up on the squirrel picnic tables that his wife bought while drinking on Amazon. Um, and as well as we'll talk all about the album, which dropped Friday today, depending on when you're listening. It's part two of his double album, Make in Georgia. So if you haven't got that yet, it's out everywhere music is sold. And here is my conversation with Jason Aldean. Well, thank you for the time today. How yeah. have you been? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just getting started today, so you're getting me fresh. <laughs> early in the day. I always yeah. request an earlier yeah. time because I'm like, I don't want somebody at 4 o'clock to be their last interview after they've done 70 early. <laughs> giving, giving you one-line answers. Are you excited about the new album? Yes. So happy. Can't wait. <laughs> but are you excited about the new album? I, I am. You know, it's um, <clears throat> with it being our 10th album, it was, you know, something that we wanted to do just change it up a little bit, do something different we hadn't done before. And uh, we didn't really know what that was going to be. There was some early on kind of talks of, of a double album or, or mm. whatever. And so um, I feel like there was a lot of those coming out all of a sudden. I know. It was like everybody was like, I yeah. have all these songs. I'll put them all out at once. It was like, you know, double albums were coming from everywhere. And for me, it really was because it was the 10th album. And uh, we just wanted to do something special for that. Um so we were trying to figure out how to make it a little different than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a couple of things we had never done. We had never done a double album. We had never done a live album and we had never done a greatest hits album. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I felt like this was kind of a way to incorporate all those things yeah. a little bit into one and, uh, and then stagger the releases because I feel like now if you put an album out, you know, four months later, everybody's like, okay, well, what's next? Uh, yeah. Where's the next one? It's like, so hopefully we can kind of prolong the life of the album a little bit by dropping them, you know, staggering them out like that. And, uh, so that was kind of the idea behind it. And, and, um, we didn't really know, I, I personally didn't really know how that was going to work because every double album I'd ever seen had been dropped at the same time. So yeah. I was like, well, that's kind of weird, but maybe it's cool. I don't know. And so, uh, 
So it's just something we decided to go with and, and kind of see how it worked out. You feel like it's been double the work in a short period of time? Or a little bit, yeah. Well, a little bit because, you know, every time you're dropping an album, as you know, I mean, yeah. you know, you kind of make the rounds just to promote it and let everybody know that it's coming out and, and all those things. And so typically you do that once when you drop an album and yeah. it's, it's a lot. And so this time, you know, you're having to do it twice for two different albums and, um, you know, so it, it's a lot of extra work, but it's um, it's fun, man. I'm, I'm excited about the album, and I feel like this is a, a really cool record that I'm excited for people to hear. And and um, and so I definitely don't mind putting the work in to, to let them know it's out there. <laughs> for sure. And then a couple songs out now as Grat Tracks. What are you excited for people to hear when the album drops? Um, I think there's a couple things. There's um, there's a song in there called The State I'm In mm. that um, – that was written by a, a, a new artist named John Morgan that I'm working with. And um, I think the Warren brothers were on it, Jesse Alexander. And, and so it's a, it's a really, really cool song that I, I fell in love with as soon as he wrote it. And uh, that's one that, that we didn't want to release early. We kind of wanted to keep that one in our pocket and, um, and hold it back a little bit. So I'm really excited about that one. And then there's a couple other things on there that I think are really different that are, are going to be a little bit of a change up from what people are used to hearing mm-hmm. from me. Uh, one of them's called Holy Water that was written by uh, my man Ernest, who's got his first On fire got his right first now. hit right now, <laughs> Flower Shops. And so me and Ernest were hanging out and, and he just played me this song one night and and uh, I just thought it was incredible. It was so different than anything that I had ever recorded. And um, so we decided to, to put that on the record. It was uh, just, I don't know, just kind of felt like. I mean, after 10 albums, nine albums, whatever, I mean, you feel like you've kind of covered all, all the bases, yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like when you hear something, you're like, oh, man, I haven't done that before. It's it's exciting. And yeah. so um, so there's that. There's a song there called Your Mama that's uh, it's basically uh, me talking to my son, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really cut that song for him for no other reason yeah. than, than, you know, it's a song for him. And um, I think he's probably a little too young to, to realize it right now and, mm-hmm. and kind of what it's saying, but uh, it'll be something he can always have. And and so, you know, that was kind of a really personal thing for me and, and for him. And so um, there's things like that I'm excited for people to hear. And, and yeah. you know, it's we we kind of been holding some of those things back a little bit. For sure. One of the ones that I love right now that's out is Rock and Roll Cowboy. I feel like that yeah. is like, it's just the perfect Aldine song. It's also the name of the tour. Is with like Was that an immediate for you? Like, this is the tour name for sure. For me, I think I was kind of going there immediately. That song was uh, was written by Neil Thrasher, who's written a ton of stuff for us over the years, Night Train, Tattoos on This Town, Flower States, like mm. all those kind of things. And so um, Neil's one of my favorite writers in town, and so they sent this song out. I think it's him and Red Akins, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I was say it's Red. I noticed yeah. that one. <laughs> and so um, both of those guys are, are kind of, you know, two of our go-to guys when it comes to songwriters for for records. And, and they sent that song, and it was just one of those songs for me I felt like um, that they literally sat down and, and wrote that song specifically for me. Yeah. You know, those guys <laughs> know me really well and have known me for years. And and uh, I, I, that was just one of those songs that I was like, you know, I felt like it was uh, it was the story of my life pretty much. Yeah. And, and so sometimes when you hear those songs, it's just like, you know, it, obviously grabs you immediately and and I just thought it was such a cool title too and so when we started talking about titles for the tour um you know that was the first thing that came to mind and it was actually one of the titles I had in mind for for the uh for the actual album mm-hmm. itself and um you know before we decided to change that up but uh, but yeah, it was kind of a no-brainer for the tour, for sure. And then you mentioned John Morgan, he's coming on tour with you and Gabby Barrett. Talk about the decision to bring those two out with you. Well, Gabby, you know, she's obviously off to a 
great start in her career. One of the, you know, best young female singers we got here and in the genre. And so uh, I'm really excited. I think she brings something completely different to the tour. Totally. You know, uh, from what John Morgan is going to bring and what we we're going to bring. So uh, I think that's a good little change up. And so I'm really excited to have her out. Um, John Morgan's a, a, a guy that we found. I don't know. It's been about year and a half ago or something, mm-hmm. maybe two years, not even two years, but, uh, he was just a guy that was, was writing songs with a couple of the guys in my band and they heard this guy sing and, and what he was writing and immediately called me and, and just said, Hey, you really need to look at this kid. And so, uh, I kind of started getting involved with him, really just kind of fell in love with him and his voice and his songwriting and just such a talented, talented guy, man. And so, um, we started, we signed him to a, a publishing deal and a record deal and started working with him and and um he was one of the writers on the carry duet that yep. we just had he's one of the writers on trouble with a heartbreak that's out right now um you know he's got a ton of cuts on this record and so just a really talented guy we're uh we dropped a little a little song on him last year called uh coldest beer in town which, i love that song yeah and so and it <laughs> so was really we just kind of dropped it because he was on tour with us and we just kind of wanted people to have something to yeah. go get um and so this year we're really kind of ramping up to really launch him. He's on this this new show, the American uh, Top Song, Songwriter yeah, yeah. Show or whatever. He's representing North Carolina on that show. So uh, just really excited for him. And he just had uh, him and his wife just had their their first little girl Aww. a couple months back. And so he's a, he's a brand new dad and uh, just a, a great kid, man. I'm I'm really excited for him and and excited for last year we had him out he was doing an acoustic thing mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show this year he's he's coming out with this full band people really get a chance to see what he's all about great guitar player too so it's gonna be cool that's awesome it's really like it's so cool to see you like wrap your arms around a new artist like that like because i mean you change somebody's life when you do that and like sometimes in this town that is all you need is you need one person to look at you and go yes well you know i've been in this town for 20 ooh, 20 <laughs> almost 20, 20. <laughs> 24 years whatever it's been um and so, you know, and, and there's, you see a lot of singers, you see a lot of songwriters, you see a lot of talented people. Yeah. Um, but for me, as long as I've been in this town, I've never seen somebody that was just that raw, that good, um, and just kind of well-rounded in everything, writing, singing, guitar playing, just the whole deal. And um, it was just a, it was kind of this, this immediate thing of like, this kid has something really, really special, and uh, and we kind of wanted to take it and and help him, you know. Yeah. And and so um, we started working with him, producing his records, and and just um, it's it's exciting. I can't wait for people to hear it. That's awesome. And then you've also got a collaboration out right now with Brantley. Yeah, <laughs> Rolex on a redneck. Talk about this song. So you know, obviously, people that have followed my career over the years know that Brantley and I've, you know, we've been friends for a long time, mm-hmm. and and. Um, you know, two of the songs that changed my career were yeah. My Kind of Party and Dirt Road Anthem and that that whole album. And Brantley was writer on both of those songs. And um, at the time, Brantley was still kind of an underground artist in yeah. Georgia. I don't even think he had a, a record deal mm-hmm. here in town or anything. So um, I'd been touring with Colt Ford. Colt Ford was one of the writers on Dirt Road. So I'd heard him do it live and never met Brantley really. And so... Uh, we decided, I got pitched the songs, and we decided to cut them before I even really knew who Brantley was, really. And so uh, we cut those songs, obviously changed my career, and Brantley and I got to be friends after yeah. that. And I think it changed his career, the fact that we kind of helped put him on the map, Definitely. helped him get his deal, and 
and kind of have his, his own career. And so, you know, for a few records, I mean, every time I go in to cut an album, Brantley will call and go, hey, if you're looking for songs, you mind if I send you a few things? I'm like, absolutely, send them. So we've cut a few of his things over the years, and um, we actually have one on the on the – on this double album, it's a song called Small Town Small. And, uh, but Brantley called me and goes, Hey man, I got this song. I, I don't think anybody else can pull this off, but you. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's like, okay, that's I was like, all right, well, I don't know if that's good or bad, but send it to me. So he sent it to me and it was Rolex on a redneck. And I just thought, man, this is so off the wall, but <laughs> kind of for me, it's off the wall, but it's like, it'll be fun to do something with, with Brantley. And, uh, so we just went in the studio, had some fun and, and cut this song. And, um, and and we cut it. I don't know. It's been a, a six months or so back. It's been a few months, whatever mm-hmm. it's been. And and um, and then finally they just dropped it. You know, a couple of weeks ago. And and so it's it's been fun. It, it was a lot of fun to record with him and just us being friends and working together and and you know, kind of indirectly for so many years. Yeah. It was cool to finally get on on the same record together and and just kind of do something. That surprised me, yeah, because in my mind I was like, I swear they've done something like this before, but I was like, no, it's just like all the rights and stuff yeah. like that, which is cool. And then um, family, how's everybody doing at the house? Good, uh, you know. My, I said the oldest are probably, what, college and getting ready to drive? Yeah, my oldest stuff? is a freshman in college, and, um, and then Kendall is, she'll be 15 this year, so she's going to start, driving this year which scares me to death i was gonna say that's a whole new like layer oh, of anxiety God, yes <laughs> so i gotta go through that again and then um and then obviously the two little ones you know they're at home with us all the time so uh memphis and navy they they keep things interesting for sure they're like a little tag team duo that uh you know they're they're best of friends yeah. and and love each other one minute and fighting like hell the next minute you know typical sibling stuff yeah. but uh so never cute. never a dull moment at our house for sure oh my gosh i'm sure what are they into right now like what is their thing like what phase are they at um navy's into uh she she loves like strawberry shortcake for yeah. whatever reason <laughs> um she's she's into that and she loves like i mean she's got a little rack of princess dresses in her room mm-hmm. that every morning she gets up and before she even comes in the living room, she goes in, picks out the dress she wants to wear for that day, and and comes out, hangs out, and then Memphis is, you know, he's into Spider Man and and some of that kind of stuff right now. So uh, he's probably getting close to what kindergarten almost. Yeah, he God, he turned crazy. four in December, so he'll be five mm. this coming December, and then he'll start school the following year. So oh my gosh, they're getting so big, I know, so fast. I That's know. awesome. And then I think I, along with the rest of the world, saw the. Um, the squirrel picnic tables that Brittany bought. Oh my God. What, is there a follow up here? Like, are those being used? Is, <laughs> yes, I want to see, the, see like the squirrels at the table. <laughs> yes. Well, here's the issue. So, um, so for people that don't know, my wife likes to shop on Amazon at night when she's drinking wine. And so Who she, yeah, I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, um, but so one day she orders these squirrel picnic tables that are like squirrel feeders that go on a tree, you know, you can screw them into a tree. So I get home one day and there's, I don't know, four or five of them at the house. And so I get in charge of going out and hanging these <laughs> things. So I go hang them, put some feed in them. They got little umbrellas on them, oh I guess, God. to keep the, the sun or rain off the squirrels. I don't really know what that's all about. But so anyway, I go and, and fill them up. And a couple of days later, I come out and some of them are like, they're already like, not broken, but they're, they're like a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, this has got to be like raccoons getting up there. And, you know, these things are meant for a squirrel to, to stand on, and you got raccoons there that are like bending them. So it it completely was uh, – they're still hanging, but but not very well. They don't look as cool <laughs> as they did when I put them up. 
<laughs> That's amazing. Well, congratulations. The album will be out really soon. Here you are, like 26 number one songs, artists of the decade. Like your Wikipedia page has its own awards list. Like it's, you know, you've accomplished a lot. What is on, what's like left on the list for you? Like, what are you still thinking about that you're like, I really, I want to do that? Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, um, I think there's always ways to sort of push yourself and, and do things. Um, you know, there's, I've never won a Grammy. We were just, we were just up for a Grammy. And oh, I have my fingers we, crossed for we've you. Been, on we've been, we've been nominated about five times and those things are so hard to just even get a nomination mm-hmm. for and to win it. It's even harder to put it in perspective. One of my best friends, Luke Bryan has never even been nominated for one. Which is so crazy when you think one about of it. the biggest, I mean, probably if not the biggest, top three biggest artists we've had in the genre over the last decade, never even gotten a nomination for that. So it's uh, we've been fortunate enough to be nominated a few times, but um, you know that's something that's just kind of a personal yeah. goal. Um, you know, so there's things like that that I think would be cool. Um, but you know, I at the other you know, on the other hand, it's like I love where I'm at at this point, where I can just kind of go and feel confident in making the music that I want to make and um, going out and, and doing our tours and just really kind of enjoying all that stuff. And, you know, I never, to be honest, I never really put a lot of thought into like, okay, what's next? What are yeah. we going to do now? It's like, just kind of, I've always kind of just gone and done my thing and, and sort of let the chips fall wherever. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think if you start overthinking a lot of those things too much, you can kind of get caught up in that. So well, then you don't enjoy it. Right. And so for me, it's just like, Hey, I'm, I'm a musician. I make music. I go tour. That's what I do. And whatever happens after that, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's out of my control. Yeah. And you know, you just kind of enjoy it. I love that. Well, fingers crossed for you. Thank Grammy. You. I was Thank so you. appreciate your time this week. Thank you. And congratulations on the album. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.